Hello, hello everyone. It is me, Natanya Love, back with another episode of the Motivational Monday podcast. And once again, I am your host for those of you who don't yet know me. And so today's episode is going to be called Soul Ties. And basically, we are going to be looking at the signs that you might have a soul tie, as well as how to go about breaking free from it. Now, the very first Bible passage that I have to read for you today takes place in 1 Samuel 18 verse 1 and we are reading from the King James Version and it says, And it came to pass when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own. Now, Mark Bellinger, a Christian YouTuber and author, defines soul ties as a a relational attachment to someone else that affects the immaterial parts of you. According to Google, immaterial is defined as the parts of your soul that are spiritual rather than physical. And to expand further, I want you to know that your soul refers to your mind, your will, and your emotions. Now, to begin, we're going to start off with the signs that you may have a soul tie. Now, the first sign is that you still desire to be with or reacquaint with someone from your past. Another sign is that you're still in the grieving or healing process and aren't yet ready to move on to a new relationship or connection due to the pain you still feel from a past one. Another sign is that you still keep tangible items or gifts that your ex-partner or friend has either given to you or forgot at your place while you were with them. Another sign is that you still have pictures or videos of them that you refuse to rip up, delete, or discard for good. Another sign is that you still feel the need or the urge to keep up with them by checking in with their friends or their family members or texting them, emailing them, or calling them, stalking their social media accounts from time to time, or you still follow them or have them as a friend or save contact in your phone. Another sign could be that you find yourself thinking about them or replaying memories you shared with them randomly throughout the day in your day-to-day life for no reason at all, with no triggering event like, for example, someone saying their name, you seeing a picture of them, or you seeing someone else who looks or acts exactly like them. So basically, you're not even getting these triggering events taking place, you just have these triggering memories that come out of nowhere. Another sign could be that you have given up on dating altogether or you make daily decisions now that are centered around the idea that you might get back with your ex one day. So, for example, you may turn down people who show interest in you or hook up with as many people as possible or you can get into a new relationship and flaunt that relationship just to try and hurt your ex-partner. Another sign is that the thought or memory of them or even the reality that you guys aren't together still pains you and causes you to feel down and depressed from time to time and may even ruin your day or decrease your level of motivation. Another sign is that your personality or the way you give and express love has changed since you're ending with your previous partner or friend and you no longer interact with people of their gender or even people in general the way you once did you may even feel almost like you are hurting cheating betraying or sinning against that person from your past 
by keeping relationships and or friendships with other people of the opposite gender. Now the next passage I have to read for you takes place in Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 3 to 4 and we are reading the message version which says as sure as I'm the living God you're not going to repeat this saying in Israel any longer every soul man woman child belongs to me parent and child alike you die for your own sin not another's and that just kind of relates because, you know, we don't necessarily sin, sin against man. We only sin against God. So we are only accountable for what we do, you know. We don't have to live our life in the fear that, you know, us being ourself or doing the right thing or looking out for our souls is, you know, wrong against anyone else. Because at the end of the day, we do have to love ourselves too. And we have to be respectful to ourselves, you know. Now, the second part we are going to look at today is how to break it. And it says, realize that the connection ended for a reason. They may be toxic or abusive. Maybe they pretended to be something they weren't, lied to you. Maybe they hurt you physically or emotionally. They clearly didn't have your best interest in mind and were selfish in some way as they didn't add to your life or help you grow in your relationship with God in any way or value you enough. Therefore, they weren't God's best for you. Another thing to realize is that you should distinguish the root cause of you wanting to get back together with them. For example, do you have a fear of loneliness? Are you afraid you won't meet anyone else? Are you thinking you'll miss your time and be single forever? Do you think they're the best th that you'll ever get and that you won't meet anyone as great ever again? Or maybe you, won't, you fear that you won't meet anyone who gets you the way that they did. And so you fear that you will just have to settle. Well, if that's the case, the next thing I want to say is renew your mindset by relearning what healthy people and connections and relationships look like, as well as what godly men and women look like or act like. For example, how they pursue, what they value, how they talk. Another thing I want you to do is change your will and perspective by coming into agreement with what God wants for you and believing him on what he's shown you about them already and told you about them. Also, thank him for removing them because God is looking out for our best interest at all times. Now the next passage that we are going to be reading today takes place in Luke chapter 22 verse 42 and it says, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet, not my will, but yours be done. Now, this is Jesus who said this, right? And so the reason I am bringing this passage into this exact um, section of this material here that I have to share with you is because I want you to realize that, you know, God's will is perfect, you know? Even when we don't understand, he is still fighting for us behind the scenes and he does have our best interest at mind and so we have to trust his plan enough to say that you know even if you remove someone out of my life god or if that person hurt me or is treating me in a way that doesn't coincide with what the love of god looks like then it must be for a reason 
you know maybe you're trying to teach me something maybe you're trying to bring me to a new level of maturity whatever it may be but clearly it is for my best interest so we have to get to that point now another thing you can do devote and commit yourself and your time wholeheartedly to serving and doing what you know that god has called you to do if you're unsure of what god is calling you to do either in life or in your current season then pray fast and read his word and spend as much time in his presence to both deepen your relationship with him and seek and hear his voice so that you may hear him tell you what you're called to do another thing so i kind of said this already fast and pray but also fast and pray specifically against the connection and break the soul tie completely from the root this is difficult to do but it has to be done so you can be free search up warfare prayers if you have to against spirit spouses and soul ties that form when a relationship or connection has ended be willing to tell a trusted pastor mentor leader or friend and ask them to intercede on your behalf in prayer you can even get them too fast with you because there's power in numbers and corporate prayer also has power in it as well now if you don't know what corporate prayer is basically it is just the act of praying as a group or a body now another thing you can do is do whatever it takes to disconnect from them completely this means discarding any of their gifts or items you still have or own it might even mean blocking or deleting or unfollowing them on social media or removing their name or number from your phone cut off communication with their family members completely maybe even move churches houses or cities if they either attend the same church as you or show up at the places you go fast against all things that remind you of them for a while whether it be certain movies music books or social media do what you can to be free and lastly i have here allow god to minister to you and give you the blueprint for how to heal by focusing on godly things as it speaks about in philippians chapter 4 verse 8 and we are going to read that in the message version which is broken up in chunks so i'm going to have to read from 8 to 9 which says summoning summing it all up friends i say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true noble reputable authentic compelling gracious the best not the worst the beautiful not the ugly things to praise not things to curse put into practice what you learned from me what you heard and saw and realized do what do that and god who makes everything work together will work you into his most excellent harmonies now that was pretty fitting even the verse before the verse i intended to read but you know that's just the holy spirit moving right there so praise god for that now one thing i want you to realize is that healing can be you getting a counselor it can mean you venting to a close or trusted friend it could mean creating a self-care schedule whether that includes weekly baths 
nightly walks, daily exercise, facial washes, relationships, um, relationship declarations that you speak over yourself, or just declaring positive things over yourself. Whatever healing looks like to you, do your best to go about finding ways to do exactly that. Heal. You might need to join a support group or relationship group. Whatever you have to do because, you know, when we're surrounded by a community of people who are in the same situation as us, we more likely feel like we can get through it and we don't feel, you know, as judged because we know that we're all in this together when we're in a community environment. So do whatever you have to do. So I just want to thank you once again for listening in to another episode of the Motivational Monday podcast. As always, I'm your host, Natanya Love, and I definitely love you from the bottom of my heart. If no one else, no one else told you that today, I love you. God bless you. And as always, I hope you have a wonderful night. Until next time. Bye.